I've got hot takes. I've got one major hot take that oh, you're okay. going to disagree with. I've got a hot take for you. Okay. On how you're a failure. Uh, I think I have the same take, but let's let's hear. It. <laughs> Howdy! It's Wednesday, December seventh, two thousand twenty-two, and this is episode one eighty-nine of Do for a Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined as always by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Super rare daytime episode. Yeah. Is that good or bad? Impossible to know. Surely, I don't think we've ever recorded an episode in like late afternoon hours. No. We have a very tight window here. Yeah. We got to fit it in. The holiday craziness, just real life getting in the way. Yeah. And you record when you can record. It's been nuts. I know we've had to reschedule this like three times, but we'll do anything for the fans. We will do anything for the fans, but at the same time, I would like to advise the fans that you you get what you get, <laughs> and you don't get upset. In this case, you you get what you pay for. Yes. Oh, that too. Yeah. I really hate the saying, you get what you get, and you don't get upset, by the way. I've never heard that before in my life. Oh, my goodness. It's like all the elementary school kids talk about. Do for a refund. Yeah. All right. What happened in 1889? So in 1989, which we have- 1889. 1889. Slam, slam, slam. Oh, my goodness. Yes, in 1889, which we have not talked about before, a hurricane hit Atlantic City. Residents would come to simply call it the hurricane. This was September 8th through 10th in 1889. Most of the boardwalk washed away, and most of the city was under six feet of water. The ocean met the bay, which, as you know, is always a good thing. And uh, there's a picture on a museum website, the Philadelphia Museum of Art, called The Wreck of the Gistemund. Atlantic City, dated September 12th, 1889, which I'm assuming is related because it talks about how a bunch of boats are wrecked. And there's no information on that website, but I, the intrepid journalist that I am, connected the dots between this hurricane known as, quote, the hurricane and this Gies de Monde. No idea if I'm pronouncing that right, by the way. That's just some amazing investigative journalism. Yeah. It's putting your journalism degree to good use. <laughs> Had to do it at some point. <laughs> What about 1989, which I tried to jump into? <laughs> so the Rolling Stones played at Boardwalk Hall, which was then at Convention Hall, on December 19th, 1989. Uh, this was the last show of the U.S. leg of their Steel Wheels tour. This was broadcast live on pay-per-view and released in 2020 as a live album and on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. That featured guest appearances by Eric Clapton, Axl Rose, and John Lee Hooker. So we actually mentioned this concert in episode 89, the claim is, I found something saying the Stones had it in their contract that Donald Trump wasn't allowed to be on the premises when they played, but he was any anyway, so they got into like a security person fight between the Stones and Donald Trump security. Yes, yeah, so I went back and listened to episode 89, which mm -hmm. was our 2018 best of episode. Okay. And the most shocking thing to me about this was not that this is, you know, the second time now we've talked about this Rolling Stones concert and the third time that we've talked about a Rolling Stones concert in Atlantic City because there was another one that was like one of in their like the first 60s or right? yeah, tours. Yeah. But the fact that we got to the history part and I said, oh, Kyle, what did you find about 1989 with the expectation that you would have actually done something? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing how the times have changed. So, so that's that. And then the other thing, Donald Trump, speaking of Trump, purchased the Atlantis, formerly the Playboy Hotel and Casino, 
for $63 million and renamed it the Trump Regency. And it's funny, like that number, when you think about when we started the podcast and when they're talking about selling the Atlantic Club for like for 10 15, million bucks 15, or 15 yeah. million bucks, $63 million for this like multiple times failed casino property. It had its license revoked. It was a non-casino hotel. This seems crazy, but Atlantic City was doing very well in the early 90s and much less well in the 2000s. I'm surprised that such a well-known New York and Atlantic City real estate maven has flown under the radar for so long. That makes me wonder what he's up to now. Yeah. <laughs> Once we get to the later history segments, we'll have more to talk about. Okay. Haven't heard about him in a while. Yeah. Episode 216. <laughs> really talk about it. <laughs> So the other funny thing random about this Rolling Stones concert, going back to it, is the last time we talked about it, this DVD thing had not been released yet. But now it has. Now it has. You can get a six-disc set. <laughs> it's a lot of discs. Which I know is what you want. Like, I, what could possibly be on these six discs? We'll never it's know. It's like my, uh, I have some sort of collector's edition of all the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> it's like 15 DVDs, probably. I mean, I think it probably needs 15 DVDs just to be able to fit the it's a length lot. of those stupid movies. They were long. All right. Did we go to Atlantic City or did it get canceled? It did not get canceled. <laughs> Other stuff got canceled. Future stuff got canceled. We'll get to uh -huh. that. I, I feel like there were times where it, even up to the minute of getting to Atlantic <laughs> City, it was questionable for both of us. You yep. more than me. So we both had issues getting there. Uh, we got there Friday afternoon. You later than more me. More like Friday evening. Yeah. Yeah, so I took the bus. I was taking a 10.30 a.m. Greyhound, got to Port Authority at like 9.50, ran across the street and got Dunkin' Donuts and came back. And I was like, okay, I got 15 minutes until my bus is perfect. And then I was standing in the same spot in the line at gate 80 at Port Authority bus terminal until 12.01, which was the next bus because they just canceled the 10.30 bus and everybody who was in line for the 10.30 bus got on the 12.01 bus. That was a long, long hour and 45 minutes or so, let me tell you. Not great. I did just watch the World Cup on my phone, so it's not too bad. Oh. But it felt like forever. Have you learned your lesson to never book Greyhound again? Yes, and I'll get more into that okay. later. I mean, just it was just such a series of failed decisions on my part that, I, don't, I mean, really the whole trip. And we, right. we'll, we'll, we'll get into all that. So you, though, you also, your trip getting kept getting right. truncated and truncated at both ends, I feel. I was making a lot of lulls with Craig being like, oh my God, it's going to take me five hours door to door or whatever, because I had to go pick up our buddy Taylor, who is not particularly on the way to Atlantic City. And, you know, while I was doing this, I was like, it should really only be like four hours. This should be fine. It should be fine. So anyway, I left a little bit before noon and swung by his house and got him and we were heading up and everything seemed fine. And then we started seeing signs that 95 was going to be closed. So that wasn't perfect to say the least. Uh, so right around Elkton between like uh, right on the border between Maryland and Delaware, 95 was indeed closed. And so they had to divert all of 95 in both directions onto the side roads. So we had around a two hour detour through the streets of Elkton. So <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it wasn't perfect. So we ended up getting there at like 545 or so, I think. So it was actually a six-hour trip for me to get oh. from my house to Atlantic City. Yeah, so that whole time I was thinking, you know, I was going to get to AC at around 1, 
mm-hmm. and have a few hours of, of solo time. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting Tacy after two. And still have much more solo time than you thought you were originally going to have. <laughs> right. In that time, I checked in at Caesars, got two beds, got switched out of my one king panoramic view room uh-huh. to a room with two beds on the very bottom floor of the Centurion Tower with a view of cement. Good. Which Justin W. called the Craig view, which I agree. <laughs> that does seem to be the view I get quite a bit. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as when you were in like the bottom floor of the Tropicana, right? And it was actually a wall like above... Yeah. The window? Like, yeah, like the window was five and a half feet off the ground, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't ideal, but like I really did not spend much time in the room, so it doesn't matter. Right. And it's what my gambling status deserves. Right. So I quickly was like, okay, what am I going to do this time? Decided to walk out to the Irish pub, because they have all the Christmas decorations up, and that was one of the things on my must-do list, was to see the Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. I go in, the bar is completely packed. There is not an, a single seat at the bar, even for me solo, famous Atlantic City podcaster, co-host of Do For A Win. Just throw some guy out? They should have, uh, but they didn't They didn't recognize me. And so I just went around actually and just took a bunch of pictures of all the, the Christmas stuff, hoping that maybe in that 10 minutes a seat would open up, and it didn't. So I left and walked across the empty lot to go to Cuzzy's, which was another thing on my must-do list. Scarfed down a slice of bacon pizza and a slice of veggie pizza, both of which were very good. Like, it's worth the trip off the boardwalk, I think, to get some pizza. It's not the coziest space in there. Like, it's very tight in there, and there's just, like, stuff everywhere. Uh, like, it feels like it's almost being used for storage. But the pizza was very good. Good. Then I walked back, and on the way I passed the Piccalilli, and I saw the sign on the Piccalilli that it was closed as of, I believe, November 27th. So it is done. No last hurrah for us at the Piccalilli. If you missed it, you missed it. You got to go to Medford. And then there's one other. I can't remember. Shamong. Yes, Shamong, New Jersey. Those are your options if you want Piccalilli's famous wings. And then I like ran back to Bally's to do a status match and an offer match because they were matching any offer that you got from any other casino. So I took my $50 free bet voucher from Borgata and gave it to them. And they said, do you want it in slot play or table play? I, of course, chose slot play. Went down, played some Wonder Woman, which they have, the old Wonder Woman machines. Played some Heidi and some Dragon Link and some other stuff. Some Rich Little Piggies, because Bally's was so incredibly dead that even Rich Little Piggies was not crowded. Actually, it did fill up after I sat down, the Rich Little Piggies. The rest of the casino was dead. I turned, I think I turned my $50 free play into 40 bucks, which is not bad. Yeah. So off to an amazing start, other than the, you know, bus and the room. And then you guys got there, and, and it was immediately time to find some drinks. You checked in. How was your room? I did get the panoramic view, and it was on, like, the third floor of the Centurion <laughs> Tower, so it was, like, marginally better. Yeah. Though I have to say, it may have been a bit worse in, in some way than yours, because, like, those spotlights that they shine on the building, they were, like, directly into my window is where they were shining them. Yeah, so I went to your room. So the, the 25 is actually, like, the bottom floor that any rooms are, and 27 right. is, is where I was. is where you were. And I saw those lights and I was like, these are going to be directly into our room. Like, these was, are, this is what we look at, but they're pointed up. So they're actually more into your room than our literally room. Literally directly into my room. Yeah, no, our room stayed very dark, uh, into the morning. So that was mm-hmm. nice. Uh, so the, the panoramic view is, is like the corner. So you get yeah, the windows corner. on two sides. It was nice. It was, it's kind of out of the way. So I was like, at least I won't have to hear some idiots like yeah. screaming in the hallway in the middle of the night. But then I still woke up in the middle of the night because there were idiots still screaming in the hallway outside my, my door. We did not have any of that, thankfully. Oh. 
so then after you guys checked in, we went, we were debating about where to go for drinks and, and settled on the yard. Mm-hmm. How was your yard experience? What did you get? Uh, my, my yard experience was, was great. I had, uh, some sort of an IPA, which I think was hazier than I was hoping, but it was still fine. Like a 22 and, ounce beer. Yeah. And, and then Taylor uh, also had a 22 ounce beer. We had some, some like pretzels and cheese curds and Cheeto peppers and maybe one other thing. It was good. The snack attack. It is called on the paper menus they handed out. They have the main menu, then they have a specific winter menu. Mm-hmm. And the winter menu, let me tell you, it had a lot of cocktails. I tweeted the cocktail list. And the one that caught my eye right away was called the Winter Blanket. And it had some bourbon in it and some other stuff. And then creme, it said. Mm-hmm. And it came out. And I think they were not supposed to stir the creme. I think it was supposed to be like a topper. And they did. And it definitely curdled. It was all curdled. Like, your your drink was legitimately one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. It looked extremely gross. Like, it was brown. It looked extremely chunky. Yeah. And it was chunky. And uh, let me tell you, the texture was not great. And, he, and the taste was also not great. It just was it just a genuinely bad cocktail in, in every way. I didn't think the snack attack was terrible other than the weird – some of the shishito peppers were extremely spicy and some of them tasted like nothing at all. Right. It was good. The space is kind of nice indoors. It's, it's fine. Uh, yeah. But just get beer. A, just get beer. Yeah. The beer was good. The beer was good. And, I got uh, that spicy margarita last time though and it was good. Hmm? You, you can only trust that one – the one Eastern Russian European bartender yeah, that Russian was at the outside. Old bartender. Actually, while we were sitting there, we had a reservation for Nobu at seven o'clock, and right, it, was like it was like six thirty-five. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like sitting there scarfing down cheese curds and pretzel bites, and realized like we're we're not going to be hungry at all. And we were able to change it to what nine fifteen. Nine fifteen. So we changed our reservation to nine fifteen, and then went and played various things at Caesars. I believe, mm-hmm. starting with tiles, I actually played a table game. I told you, you I would play you, table games. You said you were going to play table games this trip, and it was technically true, which is the best kind of true, I guess. Well, it's not really true if you if you make it plural. Like yeah, you said I, pl- table games. I did play table game. You, you played literally like three hands, I think? No, it was significantly more, because at on, one point I won four hands in a row. Yeah, whatever. Get out of here with your he played one hand. He, he played one hand and got up and was like, I've done my <laughs> Check. Check yeah. that list. The same way I went into Irish pub for 10 minutes and checked yep. that off the list. Played one one hand of table games and checked that yep. off the list. There's something about my mentality at table games that is just wrong. Like I'm so averse to losing, to being down like multiple bets. So I got down 50 after already having won four hands in a row. So like knowing like this is entirely possible. And I was like, oh, this is going to go bad. I don't want to lose my whole buy-in. <laughs> Which like when I lose $20 in a slot machine, I just put another $20 in. Yeah. We had talked about this on a previous episode that that you think the risk of ruin is worse at slots mm-hmm. than at like a fifteen dollar yep. table, right? Then it's probably even close to like twenty five dollar pie gal, despite what my past experience has shown me. At the time, I thought you were totally crazy because I'm betting you know fifty cents, seventy five cents, ninety cents on mm-hmm. a slot machine. With that in my mind on this trip, I think you are absolutely right. Video poker, not true. Certainly video poker, video, video $20, poker, $20 can last for yeah, a long time. Absolutely. But slots, like the speed that you lose that $20 in slots and you're just pumping another $20 in or getting up and going to another slot machine and putting $20 in and, and, and how fast you expect to lose the $20 is faster than you ex- expect to lose the money in, in most table games. And, mm-hmm. and I think I just have it in my head. You know, I've had multiple sessions. Everybody's had multiple sessions where they sit down with 200 bucks and at a craps table and it's just like two bad rolls and it's gone. Or you have 10 hands in a row at blackjack and it's just gone or you have to double up twice and you lose 120 bucks. And 
And so that like those things are such like confirmation bias in my mind of like every time I sit down at a table, I lose money instantly. But no, I, I like the slots. You are so likely to lose the $20 that you put in <laughs> that it like, it, yeah, I think you're right. Anyways, that's my story on that. So, so how many minutes would you say you, you think you played PyGal? Taz, I don't know, 35. You think that many? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I know that like I sat down before you guys came down or something. I don't know exactly what was happening. And you guys then left and like walked around for a while. And then you came back and actually sat down and played for a little bit. And then I felt like you got up like immediately afterwards <laughs> and left to go play slots or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I walked around. Taylor decided to play four card poker and I've only mm. played four card poker once and it was on our first trip and it was like the worst game I've ever played in my life. Mm-hmm. So I had zero desire to do that. Um, I gave it one try and that's all it gets. And so I was like, you know what? Tiles is good. It's a good slow game. And, and it was fun, but I should have stayed longer. Like I should have just played tiles longer rather than for something, <laughs> like, something rage, like, rage quit in and- I don't know. Something's like in my brain about like needing to be up and moving around and doing other things. And for some reason, like jumping from slot to slot triggers something in my brain that I enjoy. But then after the trip, I'm like, this, this was idiotic. This is such a stupid way to use my time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess like that night after dinner, we we did play all play some some slots or whatever. But yeah. me and Taylor like basically exclusively played Taylor table games. Yeah, really. So, yeah, no, it was just all slots. Yeah. After that, there's nothing but slots. <laughs> uh, so then we went to Nobu. Yep. We had two diamond celebration dinners, hundred dollars mm-hmm. each. It was still three hundred ten dollars after tip. For three people. For three people, so. With, like, limited alcohol, too. I mean, you had two drinks, but me and Taylor had one. Yeah. I mean, we ordered a lot. We ordered a lot of food. It was a lot of food. I think we ordered probably more food than the average person would order there, but it is not a cheap experience. I no, would say. no, but it was very expensive. Uh, but it was, it was very good, I thought. It was excellent. Yeah. I mean, it, it is very expensive. You have to know that going in, but as long as you're okay with that, the food was extremely good. Uh, I got home and I told my wife, like, we went to Nobu. It's so good. You will love it. It was $500. And she was like, whoa, I, I think that's more than you've ever spent on a dinner with me. <laughs> like, oh, ouch. But maybe I shouldn't have led with look, the cost. It's different. This is a business dinner. That's true. So that's the same way I write off all my, like, losses at the at the machines. Exactly. And, like, the cheating. That's also for business <laughs> in athletic city. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I have to really look, be one it's for with the, the podcast. People. Yeah. It's for the podcast. It's true. Hmm? So then at that point, it was probably like 11, right? By the time we got out of there. Yeah. Or even a little later, I think. Went and played some more slots and some video poker. We did all, all three of us played a little bit of slots, a little bit of video poker. At this point, I had had, I don't know, five drinks or something. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I switched it to Miller Lite at that point, which was smart. Yeah. I tried to get a... Uh... McFlurry for everyone, but the McDonald's was drive-through only, unfortunately. So, and you found that out by walking out there, by, right? Like by walking walked, out there because it said in the app that it was like inside was open or drive-through, and then I got there and it was like drive-through only. Yeah, and I was like, God damn it! Um, I did because of that failure. I did end my my night getting gelato at Taza, uh-huh. and as I was eating it, it was like one forty-five in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm like sitting down in one of the two tables in the Caesar's lobby, and I'm like, this is not even good. Like, why am I finishing this? I'm just eating it out of, like, self-loathing or something. Like, I don't even want it. All I wanted was a big flurry. Mm. Um, no, I, flurry I, I don't know. Good. It was not... I, like, the coffee gelato was fine, but the brownie gelato that... I got two scoops. I got a coffee and gelato. Like, it was very weird and, like, not good. Mm-hmm. 
One thing I found out though is that you can order, I don't know if it's just for diamond status, but you can order a maker's Manhattan from the machine. You just order makers and then the adjustment or whatever that you do is like Manhattan. So that was cool. That was a pretty good drink to get delivered directly to my slot machine. It makes me feel less need to go sit at a video poker bar mm-hmm. and stiff the bartender. <laughs> so I don't know. I think we mostly did slots and then you went to bed. You went to bed pretty late for you. It was like one, right? It was, yeah, it was something like one, I think. I mean, we didn't get out of dinner until like 1130, I don't think, or yeah. whatever. But Did yeah. you play any more tables after dinner? No, I don't think I played any table games after dinner. It was pretty crowded, actually, because it was like completely empty, I feel like, when we got there. But it was pretty yeah. crowded by by the time we got out of dinner at, at 1130 or whatever. Yeah, I guess everybody comes Friday night, as you'd mm-hmm. expect. After you guys went to bed, I just sat down at the full pay video poker machine and played for like, I don't know, over an hour. And I was doing pretty well, and then at some point, I just started losing, and then I got the hiccups really bad, and then I I have in my notes, hiccup tilt, like I typed that into my thing. (laughs) I didn't even remember that until I saw the notes, and I was like, oh yeah, I was like so annoyed, and I think that's also like part of what made me annoyed about the gelato, was like just sitting there hiccuping, (laughs) eating my gelato, if you could picture this, in the lobby at 1.45 in the morning of Caesars. Uh, Anyways, so that was annoying. Yeah, I went up and went to bed at around 1.45, got woken up at 6.15, because someone's alarm went off at 6.15. Not mine. I got texted at 6.15, though, so I woke up. To be fair, the alarm was very quiet, and Taylor did get ready very quietly, but, like, I woke up for just a second and, like, tried to fall back asleep, and my stomach was like, you are not going back to sleep. (laughs) So, like, he showered and everything, and the whole time he was getting cleaned up, I was like, I need that toilet so bad. (laughs) So, yeah, like, he got out of the room, and I was immediately like, like, let me give it one minute so it's not like, oh, I forgot my player's card. Let me go right back in. And then I just absolutely exploded in there. um, You were, like, in Dumb and Dumber or something? It was definitely, uh, like, not this, not now (laughs) sort of moment. We ate a lot of raw fish. We ate a lot of peppers and weird things I'm not used to eating. I 100% blame the winter blanket at the yard for that. Yeah, I mean... So just keep that in mind. <laughs> I even, uh, as I was drinking that drink, I was looking at it and I was thinking, if I throw up later tonight, it is going to be because of this drink. Yeah. And, and I did not you, throw up. Yeah, but you basically but did. Yeah. yeah. A toilet. Amazing. Yeah. So that was not a fun experience. Yeah. So the next morning, uh, Taylor and I were up like two hours before you. Yeah. Well, I was uh, up. Right, you were up you were just <laughs> in the bathroom for those two hours. So we went out and grabbed uh, some Starbucks from the outlets and grabbed my car, which I had parked overnight in the Noyes Arts garage to charge uh, because that's where the charger is. And came back and played some more, well, more for Taylor, some for the first time for me, four card poker and played some blackjack and played some craps and was pretty good. How was your how's your four card poker experience now that I've shit all over it? I don't think there was a single hand in like the ten or fifteen hands we played where the dealer did not have a pair, which <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, it seems like an unlikely thing to happen, but yeah, it's just how it is. I mean, I understand that they get an extra card, but still, you shouldn't get a pair every time with six cards. <laughs> but they did. The previous night, Taylor made like four hundred bucks on four card poker. He did. He was, he was doing way very up. well. Yeah. But it's good. It's a much better game, certainly, than three-card poker, which I think is, like, the game in the casino I'd least like to play at any yeah, given time. 
Maybe I should give it another chance because I... It's fun. I think four-card poker is fun, except when the dealer is just incredible. I always think of three-card as better than four-card, but... Oh, no. Three-card, it's like the least fun game. Like, what's what's enjoyable about it? I mean, you're only playing for the bonuses. Like, the only fun is if you get some crazy hand. Oh, that's just, it's like that in four-card, too. Yeah. But, you know, in four-card, you can make some choices. You know, you can do three times your bet. That's fun. How's the craps? Because I didn't play any craps, as you know. Yes, because you only played literally one hand of FICO. Mm-hmm. One literal hand. Has been established. Yes. It was good. We were down to our last bet on, like, the last roll before we had to go to breakfast. But uh, it was a pretty good roll, so we ended up slightly up. Nice. Yeah. Slightly up is better than down. Slightly up. <laughs> better than out of your entire mm-hmm. buy which was what you were close to. Yep. And then we met up and drove out to Gilchrist. Yep, we met up. I think Taylor, Taylor met up with you in the Emperor's Essentials. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I went to the Emperor's Essentials. I bought $16 of Pepto-Bismol because that's how much chewable Pepto-Bismol was. <laughs> Let me tell you, that stuff works miracles because by like 11 o'clock, I felt fine. Hmm? I couldn't believe I didn't bring it for one thing, like knowing I know yourself. what I know about myself and having in in my dresser, in my nightstand... A tube of chewable Pepto-Bismol. The fact that it isn't just in my backpack ready to go at all times is insane. It is actually a bit weird to me that you don't always have it in your backpack. I thought I did, and then I went into my, like, <laughs> toiletries bag, and I was like, ah, oh, there's no Pepto in here. Crawled out from the toilet to root through your backpack? Yeah. So I spent $16 on Pepto. <laughs> 16 comp dollars? No, I didn't have 16 comp dollars. What did you think of Gilchrist? Thought it was great. You got your standard Hungry Man number two or whatever it is. I think I ate my entire Hungry Man in like four minutes. We ate very fast. I mean, you can't eat slow at Gilchrist. It's not allowed. I just had the pancakes, but I was I was envious of the sausage because I was like, my stomach's not going to be able to handle this. I had pancakes and an English muffin. An English muffin. Yeah. Like, let's just have only bread, Mm -hmm. only carbs. I, I did have a hot take, though. Which is that I think that the Tropicana Gilchrist is the best Gilchrist. That's insane. Maybe, maybe in the winter you could say that. Maybe. I mean, it was December. Right. That's somewhat understandable, but like legitimately one of the best experiences I've had in Atlantic City is when we sat on the last table at the end of the pier in like April or whatever. And it was just beautiful outside and we we ate breakfast. And by we, I mean me and my family and not, not you. But they don't keep that pier thing clean enough. And it's a little gross to eat out there. Like, my hot take is the Gilchrist That's, no. in Gardner's Basin is kind of a shithole. You're, I think you're, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're ridiculous. Whereas, like, the Tropicana Gilchrist thing. is pristine. It's so nice. Inside, that's fine. I don't need to sit out on the bay that stinks. You're You're an idiot, and that's a terrible take. Somebody out there agrees with me. <laughs> I know that. Well... And I also almost got a sunburn from the heat lamp. <laughs> it was it was pretty hot next to the heat lamp. It was. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd still go to that Gilchrist. Like, I just want the pancakes. But in my defense, in in support of my theory, the last time we ate outside, our friend Dave opened one of his pancakes, and there was a fly between the two pancakes. So Delicious. Th- that wouldn't happen at Tropicana. There was a fly in my beer or something at at the uh, yard. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, a little like mm-hmm. you know fruit fly a or something. Had, yeah, had died in your beer. We we really <laughs> making AC not seem to be like the cleanest, nicest place. I would say on this trip report. I mean, I don't think if you know anything about AC, that would necessarily be your expectation. Yeah, going down, that's though. true. 
I, I forgot to mention, I did have the thought that as you were saying 95 was closed, there was a point where I thought there was maybe even a 50-50 chance that your next text was going to be like returning back and going home and you're on your own today. I mean, it was it was a pretty bad situation. It was pretty dire, but you know, and it was one of those things where like when it happened, it was like Taylor's phone was saying like we're an hour and 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And then like the next time we looked, it was like two and a half hours away and like then like three hours away. And it's like, oh, this is not going in the right direction. But yeah, yeah, I was very worried that like, you know, if you were still in Maryland at that point, which I think you were, oh, we were, we were yeah, still in Maryland. I was like, oof, you know, you've only got six hours until you're going to be going to bed tonight. Like how, <laughs> how, how long are you willing to talk? No, this no, out? no, it was good. It was good. The other thing I forgot to mention is that I got very excited when I saw Hell's Kitchen open with a video poker bar uh-huh. on the bar that's sort of right at the entryway or even mm-hmm. outside of Hell's Kitchen. There was no bartender there at the time. There was later at night when I went by. And I, of course, had to check the pay tables. So I click on Jack's or Better. And at first glance, I was like, oh, it's six to five or something. Like, that's really weird. It goes seven, five. Seven, five. And then I realized it's actually ten, seven, which is a thing, apparently. Right. Where it's ten, seven, but two pair of pairs pays one. And someone tweeted at us, who is uh, a big video poker player, having seen this table saying that it's like a 91% payback. It's better than slots. Bartop VP is the Twitter account mm-hmm. saying that it's a really awful game. <laughs> it's tr- truly. Jacks are better where you get one for two pair is not a good game. To understate it by quite a lot. Yeah, so he said it's 90.7%. And I didn't check his math on this, but I'm trusting bartopvp.com. Mm-hmm. So that's really, that's the worst video poker I think I've ever seen. Probably. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, I think it's only marginally better than slots at that point. I mean, it, it's better than Maryland slots, but I don't know. Very, yeah, very, very yeah. slightly. I felt the need to point that out. Cause at first I was like, oh, I'll come back here and, and play this. And then I saw it thinking it was 7-5 and I was like, I'm not going to come back and play 7-5. And then when I saw what it actually was, I was like, oh no, I'm definitely not, <laughs> not coming back and playing that. Coming back into the timeline, Gilchrist was like your last action of the trip, except for yeah. dropping me back off at Caesars. Yeah, dropped you back off at, at Caesars and drove home and very studiously avoided listening or seeing anything about the soccer game so I could watch that at home, which I succeeded at, by the way. Good job. And I mean, was it really a good job? Yeah. <laughs> was it worth in the end? I was really conflicted because at first I was excited about being able to go watch the game somewhere. And then it was really rainy and windy. So I didn't Mm want to leave. I also was like, if this goes bad in the first half, I'm not going to want to just be like sitting somewhere watching this game. I'm going to want to go gamble and stuff. Mm -hmm. I still wasn't feeling great anyway. So I decided to sit in the room and watch the first half and then go check out. Mm -hmm. So I watched the first half. And it was not going terribly until like 10 seconds before the end of the first half. Yeah, until in, in stoppage time. So then I decided, like, okay, I'm going to go play some slots, obviously. <laughs> uh, and then walked down to Wild Odd West and stood out by the sports book and watched a little bit of the game. And then the U.S. scored to make it 2-1. to one. And I was like, okay, I'll just stay here and watch the rest of the game. Uh, but then once they gave up the third, it was pretty clear that it was over. But at that point, I was like, yeah, I'll just watch the end of it. I think I only had about an hour and 15 minutes before I needed to go to the bus. So I just went to back to the same video poker machine where I had hiccup tilt. Of course, of course, you you mean the pays one for two pair, right? No, of course not. 
The full pay, full pay at Caesars that gives you one tier credit for every fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, played that for pretty much the whole hour. Ended up winning about forty bucks. So always good to have a plus at the end of your little log. Uh, only my second plus of the trip because I'm an idiot and only played machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then I went to the hour bus. And let me tell you about the experience of the hour bus instead of the Greyhound. Greyhound, you go. Supposedly there's a bus tracker. It doesn't work for the Atlantic City Casinos route. You sit and you hope. People kept leaving the line to go ask the like Greyhound desk person what's going on, and every time they were just like, I don't know. And then they would announce like, we're still waiting on a bus, and it was very obvious that they were just not going to ever send a bus. Our bus, you go. You don't even need to like run over there 20 minutes beforehand because you can actually track where the bus is. So I could see when it left Tropicana to come to Caesars and just go down or resorts, I guess, to come to Caesars and just go over to the bus thing once it was on its way there. It left three minutes early because he could tell that everybody who was waiting for the bus was on the bus because we're all like checked in on our little app. They give you a water as you get onto the bus. It's 40% full. So you're not sitting next to anybody. It was great. So much better. Except that halfway through the bus trip, I'm sitting there thinking, I ended up leaving at 1.30 mm-hmm. because I, I needed to get home to do some family-related stuff. I had zero drinks. I could have rented a car and returned the car that day. <laughs> Why didn't I just rent a car? <laughs> I mean, that's what I was telling you leading up to it. Jeez. But... Uh, yes, just yeah. another fail. Just another terrible you, you had to. You had to take the Greyhound. What, what can we say? Yeah, I know. So I, I put a note in my phone. No more Greyhound. No more Greyhound. This is the second time it's been hugely delayed in a row. The first time it actually made up time on the road and it got there not that much later than I would have gotten there. But it's just like so demoralizing to stand there mm-hmm. at Port Authority for that long. People panhandling nonstop just sucks. Our bus was not bad. I would totally just walk the extra five blocks to go to our bus. But renting a car is, the is, best. is preferred or driving my own yeah, car. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I know you were telling yourself you were just going to get blasted on Saturday or whatever, but... Because yeah, I was originally thinking I would stay till at least five. And I was like, I'm going to go to Showboat. I'm going to go to a bar and watch oh my gosh. the two o'clock this, game. Is this, you know... Did I didn't you go even to showboat. make it to Showboat. Cause I, You're not fulfilling your contractual obligations. Yeah, that's why they don't give me anything anymore. I know. So I think that's it. Then I got home. It was, you know, another classic four and a half hour door to door trip. Actually, it was less than that. I think it was like three hours and 40-something minutes, which is short compared to the trip down that took like six hours. Yeah, for me, I, I got home at like one thirty, so it was probably like four hours door-to-door for me, which is what I would expect. Not the six hours it took for me to get there because we literally had a two-hour detour through Elkton. Anything we missed? No, I don't think so. I think that's that's it. It was a short trip, but it was good. It was really nice to do it with Taylor. I, I think his last time going was in 2019 before this. So hopefully we'll be able to go with him a bit more often. Because, I mean, he's the person certainly I've been to Atlantic City. Well, other than you, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. No, I'm sure I've been with you more. But I've been with Taylor a lot. So you are not a man who is averse to a short Atlantic City trip. Yep. Was this too short for you? Um, it wasn't too short. I mean, like, I was on record as being annoyed a bit in the lead up to it, like mainly because I was missing the entire soccer game and there was really nothing I could do about that. Uh, without that, I think it would have been 
all right. I mean, I wanted to stay longer even without the soccer game on Saturday. Certainly, I didn't want to leave at 9.30, but it was okay. I would have liked to have le- left like an hour or so earlier also on uh, Friday, but it wasn't too short like in a vacuum. It was just, especially given the other circumstances that were around, you know, I wanted to leave earlier and leave later, you know, leave to go there earlier and leave to go home later, you know. I think if I was in your shoes, I would have had a very hard time when the timeline kept shrinking at both ends, yeah. not just bailing or saying like, hey, oh, it's really? just not going to work this time. <laughs> uh, it was okay. No, I'm, I'm glad I went. It was it was nice. When I was planning and realized, like when I changed my, my bus home and realized I was only going to have at that time what I thought was a little over 24 hours, which ended up actually being a little under 24 hours because of the stupid Greyhound, that is really like the bare minimum for me of what I feel like is worth it. Like I really would have liked a longer trip. And I think under 24 hours, it's like really pushing it for me for like, is this even really worth doing this now? Or should we just like save this for some other time? But there's no saving. It's not like you Uh, have a bar that's like Atlantic city trips you've earned or whatever. Yeah. Although I think, you know, if we're going to Atlantic city every month and a half, you know, it was five weeks between this and Philadelphia, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes it a much harder sell to do something like, say, Vegas, when it's like, oh, we just were gone twice in two of the last six weekends. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if that actually has any effect on it. I think in my mind it does way more than it actually does in reality, but I don't know. The other big thought I had is I keep telling myself to change the way I play and stop doing this bouncing around from machine to machine you know, I've had like so many losing trips in a row now, dating back to, I think, the first post-COVID trip when I hit a Royal was my last winning trip. Maybe I had one winning trip that was like up 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like feeling like more money than I'd really like to lose in a given year in Atlantic City. <laughs> Is it though? I mean, we went a lot more times this year than we have in previous years, certainly the most recent couple of years. Mm-hmm. I keep telling myself I'm going to bring less money. I'm going to allocate it more smartly like just say okay i'm gonna play a game of craps where i'm splitting the buy-in with you and then just play like some video Mm -hmm. poker and some slots and if my bankroll if it's going well i can keep playing if not like i'm gonna go find other stuff to do go sit at a bar go Mm -hmm. walk out to showboat or whatever yeah go to ducktown when i'm getting money out i never force myself to do it i just cannot force myself to do it and i just do the same thing i do every time so I need some self-accountability here. Maybe putting this on the record will do that, but I don't know. I doubt it. Probably not. So when is our next trip? Um, I could go, like, not, not certainly not before, like, late January. Which is when I have Borgata booked. Hmm? Or you, but us. you're not going to go, so, right. <laughs> like, we can, we can go in late January. Yeah, so I had January, the weekend of my anniversary booked, which was January 7th weekend. Mm-hmm. And... I think I was on the bus to Atlantic City and my wife texted me like, oh, actually, I just realized like we need to cancel that because my parents can't take the kids that weekend. So I was like, wow, we didn't even make it to AC before this next trip is canceled because we've joked Uh about how these always keep getting canceled. But when I got back, we did end up booking two weeks later at Borgata, which was still comped. And it did pop into my head. This really what this does is hopefully freeze up that weekend to go. Even if the, like my wife and I have to cancel again, <laughs> like still frees up the weekend for me to be able to go. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We're out of though. For me and you? Perhaps. The 20th through the 22nd. 
I did only book one bed <laughs> again. That's fine. As we found out this time, it's, you know, shouldn't slow us down. Yep. Because you can get that changed. So we should talk about some stuff really quickly that's been settled. Yeah, we, we should. Made I think, a bunch of bets. Here, let, let me propose something to you, Craig. Okay. And you, and, you know, uh, maybe we should just talk about the on-air bets that have been settled and then close it up. And then maybe we can do like a quick episode next week to do the news. And then maybe end the year with like a uh, thoughts on 2022. Maybe. What do you think of that? Two more episodes this year? That's going to be very hard, I think, with my schedule. But we'll see. Come on. I'm away part of next week. I am taking off all week, so I'm literally wide open. I can do any weekend record or, or week weekday during the day recording. Okay, we'll figure session. it out. All right. Yes, I believe. Let's save the news. Okay, just do the the on air bets and close it up. Well, one news item, one thing. Ripley's, believe it or not, is closing December thirty first. So if you need three weeks of notice to get in your very last Ripley's, <laughs> believe it or not, we've given you that three weeks of notice. Yeah. So that's done. It opened June twenty second, nineteen ninety six. Twenty six years, and it's closing. Sad. Very sad. I like the exterior of the building, so it'll be sad uh, yeah, to see that. Yeah, the exterior go. of the building is fine. You know, I like they sold $1 waters all the time during oh, yeah. the summer, which was probably the majority of the money it seemed like they were making, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll save everything else. All the other news. So what happened with our bets? According to you, it says leading into this, uh, I owe you $11 and you owe me a hard rock meal. Uh, that hard rock bet is probably our oldest bet, I'm sure, at this point. It's Very ridiculous stale. that we haven't settled that yet yeah so i owe you a dollar because trump plaza was demolished before episode 200 given that it has been demolished and it is not yet episode 200 i would have owed you ten dollars if it was not demolished Mm. i believe i mean technically one of the towers is still there i know i did think about that like if you want to weasel out on a technicality it's fine it's fine it's fine i owe you five dollars because no casinos closed before the end of 2020 and i owe you five dollars because hard rock did come in second place in 2020 yes it seems like a bad bet that I made because in retrospect, it's like, who else would have come in second place? I don't understand. Yeah. Harris, maybe. I don't know. But Hard Rock wasn't like doing that gangbusters, I think, before 2020. No, so. Absolutely not. Other bets. I had $5 on Hard Rock making over $375 billion in 2022, which they've already beat. Uh, and you had the over on Ocean making over $280 million in 2022, which they've also already beat. So those cancel out. I had $5 on over four Atlantic City trips in 2022, and I've already been six times this year, and you've been five. Yep. Your solo trip. I didn't make a trip with my wife, so I didn't get to six, but five. Yeah. Five's a lot. And I did the solo trip. Midweek solo trip, which was pretty, pretty good. Except when they didn't give me the atrium tower. Yeah. <laughs> the strokes. I do really want to figure out how I can finagle a solo trip to Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun. That's on my yeah. list. Just leave like today and just get your wife to pick you up on Saturday or whatever. Yeah. On, yeah. On Friday. Ignoring that I'm the one who's like picking her up from work and doing all the driving. But yeah. No, sounds like your wife's problem now. <laughs> Agreed. Truly that would go over well. So I, it sounds like overall I owe you $6 and you owe me a meal at Hard Rock. Which so... I think is worth $6. So I think we can just cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> just call it even. Just call it even. Uh, so what else is like out there that can be settled soon? So I have it down in my log that the showboat water park bet is that I have it not being open by oh, really? the end of 2022, which is not how we've been talking about it at huh. all. So I have it down that if it's not open, I get a dollar. And if it is open, oh. you get 10. So you're I saying think. I'm going to owe you $7. 
That seems wrong to me. I felt like I had the the knot because certainly no one is more of a a pessimist, a Bart doubter than I am. Yeah. I'll have to go back and listen to that episode. Like, and frankly, try to I have it. to say I'm shocked at how much work has been done on the water park. It's true. They've done a lot. They, it, it, we drove by it. It looks like things are happening. So our most recent bet, I'll look for that and see if I can confirm. Mm-hmm. Our most recent bet is that you get $5 if any casino has a sub $10 million month in 2022. Oh, yeah. That was established last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, I guess, in a, about a week. But by maybe the time we have our next episode, we'll see if, if that has hit or not for November. And then I'll have one more shot after that. Here's, here's a good one. You get $5 if there is not a tenant at the Toll Brothers thing oh, on the boardwalk by... The end of December 2022. Oh my goodness. That was some easy money. And then the other ones are through episode 200. So we've got a little bit of time. Yeah. So you get $6 if Bally's is closed before episode 200. I get $4 if it's open. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't sound like a good one for me. I get $6 if Showboat is no longer owned by Bart Blatstein. You get $3 if it is. Okay. So that, that does sound like a good yeah. one for me. And that's it. All right. So with those, I should be making some sort of a small net profit, right? I think Not so. Not overall, but just on those? Yeah, I think it's going to make it very close, plus your hard rock meal. Well, maybe at our end of year extravaganza, we'll have to make some more bets on 2023. I think, yeah, we can't have this thing empty. There can't be no bets waiting to happen. That's terrible. 2023. Ton of bets. Yeah. That'll be next episode. The, the last A little episode. bit of news. No, 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 no. Two episodes from now, Craig, because we're doing two more episodes before the end I of the year. I see. Very optimistic. Very optimistic. That was at 191. Yeah. And I think 27 episodes in a year. Certainly would be our most episodes in a year in a while, right? Yeah. I mean, not like our halcyon days of, you know, through our episodes every week in like 2016 or 2017 or whatever. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content at do for win.com. Follow Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. How's our inbox, Craig? There's something in it, but I can't remember what it is. I think it's about awesome. the, uh, the resort fees that I need to update that I'll just never do. I mean, that's like the Probably only most clicked on. Page. Yeah. The only page on our website that actually gets use yeah alas alas i mean there's nothing to be done about it you can't fix it if you if you're not going to do it there's just (laughs) i can't do anything uh like we said thank you guys very much for listening and if i have my way we'll get two more episodes out before the end of the year craig when you're here between christmas and new year's are we going to uh national harbor probably not come on there has to be one night you're open Seems unlikely. Oh, come, on. Christ- come on. Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then I'm going to the Outer Banks. So? <laughs> I'm going to drive up from the Outer Banks to go to... <laughs> yeah. So it's, which one? Christmas Eve or Christmas? <laughs> uh, so you're actually only spending two nights here? I think we have a third. I'm not sure. See? I need to check. See? I need to confirm see? plans. See? I would give it like 1.5% that <sighs> I am going to National Harbor. I am worried. I thought that's long since established so disappointing all right well we'll talk to you all in a couple weeks or maybe next week if craig doesn't continue to be a disappointment doing drop off and pickup seems like an unjust uh i mean 
She has to be at physically at work five days a week. So unjust. That's the most unjust. Except for me sitting here waiting for the freaking blinds people to install stuff. That <laughs> felt pretty unjust. It's like I could have recorded a podcast, done a workout, gone to Dunkin' Donuts. All these things that are not work. <laughs> Probably played played some Switch or something. No, I'm pretty good about not playing video games during the day. There's a line I won't cross, Kyle. Yeah.